Welcome, JD, to another edition of The Bones of Advertising. I'm Craig McLeod, and you are? I am, as usual, John Douglas, sitting here very, very patiently waiting for the next loosely fucking structured piece of stupidity that comes along every week at this time. Are I'm you looking forward to it. I call it brilliance. That's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> Thank well, you. Thank you. Can I ask you a question? Do you have a bone for us to pick over today? I've got a very small bone, very, very small bone. And it's a bone that um, uh, many advertising people may be unaware of, certainly at the the creative and production end, and uh, and maybe a little bit in the the media, funnels. Let's talk about funnels. Nice. I like the funnel. That's a good one. Let's get stuck into the funnel, my boy. Shall we start with what the hell is a funnel? Well, a funnel, a funnel, it depends. A funnel can be that thing that you stick down your throat down the bar at 3 o'clock in the morning and the bar lady comes along and pours a 17 shots of tequila down your throat. That's one <laughs> That's a funnel. view of a funnel. The other one is when you run out of petrol and you have to go to the bloody BP and you come back with a jerry can in a funnel to get the jerry can into the bloody car. That's another funnel. Yeah, yeah. 4 o'clock in the morning, that's no fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, I do that once. Yeah. I um I can remember uh, getting lost on a highway, well not lost, like running out of petrol and just sort of not knowing really where I was, and how far towns were, and you know it was back before the satellite navigation. And this guy came along in a Ute, and he said, oh, "I broke him down. What's the problem?" I said, "I oh, stupidly run out of petrol." Holy shit, Jada! You said- were near the Bangalore Forest, were you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just. Just me in my in my in my hippie pants and my you know tie dye t shirt, yeah, just just looking for trouble in the Bangalore forest. No, um, uh, he had a uh, had a jerry can of petrol in his in his uh, in his tray, and um, he just gave me free petrol enough to get me to the next town. Wow, generosity of strangers. My life would be very very different today. I'd be lying in a shallow grave in the Bangalore forest if it hadn't been for that bloke. Well, you could, and I'm bloody glad you're not, mate. But I think that that kind of kindness is what you call a phrase out of um, the African world. That, that They call it umbutu, umbuntu, I think is the, the correct pronunciation of it. And ultimately... You're, you're the expert. I'm just going to go with whatever you say. <laughs> again, you know, me being sport crazy, as you well know, just watching Doc Rivers on a, on the latest documentary on, on Netflix and talking about he, how he got... The uh, 2007 Boston Celtics from finishing almost last to winning the championship within a couple of seasons. And it was about this philosophy of Ubuntu that they instilled within the, the team. And it really was about community and about how kindness, about how giving, about how sharing can bring a team together because he introduced three stars into the team and all of which were leaders from other teams. So he really heralded this, this approach and instilled it in the team. And what it did, it just made this incredible camaraderie and this real feeling of everyone is important and giving and sharing the ball. And I think the essence of what I'm trying to go to, sorry for the rabbit hole, you know, definitely. I love love a rabbit hole, you know me. Rabbit hole up. But the essence of it is if you're driving down a highway in middle Australia, perhaps where you were, JD, and someone stops and offers you a jerry can, that's the essence of what this is about. Your mission in life is to help the greater good. And and in this instance, this guy was helping you, which, uh, you know, really plays into into that. But anyway, back to topic of the funnel. (laughs) (laughs) 
It is absolutely. I've got no segue at all. No, no segue at get all. Get back to the bloody point. <laughs> but I tell you, no. I, the, the, I I really like the fun. I'm I'm a recent. Um, I was a relatively recent convert to uh, to the fun. I mean, I. I I've always there's always been a loose awareness of the role of of the different parts of advertising and the different the different roles that different messages have. Yeah, and it's only recently really been formalised into a you know the funnel like that you know awareness, interest, conversion, persuasion like. And everyone's got a different funnel and everyone goes to market with their bespoke funnels and every every single customer, every single client, every single business needs its own funnel because every single business is different. Yeah. So if you're out there, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, and someone comes to you and says, we've got a funnel that will work for you, I would uh, I would sprinkle a little salt very liberally over that little promise because unless they know your business and your clients and your needs and they don't have a funnel, they've just got a pocket full of bullshit they'd like you to buy. That's that sounds, my <laughs> That sounds to me like the old salesman and, and a great teacher of mine, a fellow by the name of Russell, was an absolute superstar. And he said salespeople often turn up and throw up. All they want to do is sit in front of the pocket, open the laptop and start going, look at me, how great are we? Look at all of this shit we can do for you. Instead of using the two of these, instead of one of these, to listen. But, JD, I think important to understand <clears throat> the essence of the funnel really talks to a couple of things. One, building emotional connections to your brand and stories and storytelling and really doing that brand building. Yep. And then two, the other component is really using and leveraging that awareness that you've gained to get tactical and try and drive conversion and ultimately growth in sales, which, you know, we were on a pitch together on Wednesday and JD, you spoke brilliantly about all of this and I really enjoyed that process. But I think it's super important to tell the listeners exactly what we're talking about when we're talking about funnel. And then there's a whole lot. Please don't do that with your hands when you're talking. Please, that's, that's... You just you're doing this and it's all very. <laughs> what about oh god, that just brings me straight to the um, you know, to the to the fantastic sign language that's been going on over every you know, one of these. Yeah, 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 yeah. But again, I'm in another rabbit hole, so we'll cut that bit out. God bless them. Anyway, um, no, I I really I think you're right. I think that there is the in a general sense. Yep, in a broad sense. Win. As we said, as we said two weeks ago, I think it was two weeks ago. Yeah. If, if people aren't aware of you, they're not going to buy you. Like it's right. just like everything else is academic. Yep. So people have got to notice you. People have got to notice you and and understand your relevance to them. Yeah. That's the very top. That's very top of any funnel. Any funnel. Yep. Anywhere. Bit of impact. Impact. Yep. Get out there. Be known. Be seen. Be relevant. And then. You go down a little step in your funnel and it's like, okay, so I'm, I'm interested. What have you got to tell me? Yep. And then you start telling people why they should in, um, uh, what's that great, uh, great scene in um, uh, Django where uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character turns around with his, with, his big, with his big cigar and he says, gentlemen, you had my interest, now you have my attention. Now you, you have know? my attention. Well, you have my attention. Yeah. I just love the way he just 
all those words just kind of you just lean up against each other. You had my interest, now you have my tantrum. Like there's no gap. Anyway, so <laughs> you can get from awareness to interest to engagement. So another step down, engagement. Again, I'm telling you more and more about the uh, about the product and and giving you clearer reasons, clearer benefits, why you should stay involved, why you should consider this. So do that and then you get to a point where it's like, right, I've got you really interested, me as the person trying to sell you something, I've got you really interested. Now let's talk about selling you something. Let's talk about you buying. Let's talk about the reason you should reach into your pocket for your hard-earned and give that to me and I'll give you this. Yep, exactly. And some some funnels are, you know, they're 10 seconds long. Like you walk in, you see a poly waffle, you go, oh, I have that, thanks very much, and away you go. Some of them... Uh, 12, 12 months long, B to B, 18 months, eight, an 18 month funnel. Yep. And at every single stage, you've got to realize okay, so what's our big issue? Is it, is it that people don't know us and we've got a really good product? So if we've got a really good product that, that, that current customers really, really like, but we're not getting any interest from people who are not our customers, then you've got an awareness issue. Yep. And so you know that, you can measure that. And so you go, all right, well, let's just spend money on the awareness. And then when people ask more questions, they'll see how good we are and then we can continue down the path. Yep. But if everyone knows about us and no one's coming to visit, then you've got, you know, which part of the funnel you need to concentrate on. Yep, absolutely. Uh, do you see, if I wave my hands around like this, does it look like I know what I'm talking about? It does. I'm feeling a little, you know, I feel a bit mesmerised right now. So if you continue to do that, I might be kind of like, you know, the eyes will go all sort of <laughs> But one of the great things we were we were talking about earlier is Ritson did an article on this recently as well, and he was talking specifically about our ability to do one of three things. One, we build that emotional, we build that brand awareness, we get people interested in us before we go tactical. So that's the process, one to two. The other yep. is we build awareness and we're tactical at the same time. So we're doing two different types of creative. And then the third being, and you and I will have a good discussion about this last one, the third being one set of one piece of creative that is doing both brand and tactical execution. So, my question to you, JD, is our head of strategy and brand: Is it possible <laughs> to do the last? And or well, it's possible because it's definitely been done. But is it possible to do it well? I don't believe so. Yeah. I really don't believe so because I am a believer that people are at their very heart simple creatures. I think we can only really consider one thing at a time. We either get emotionally invested in something or we get logically, rationally involved in something. And, and, And emotions lead to actions. Rationality leads to understanding. Yeah, And the thing you want people to do is you want people to, to act. At the top of the funnel, you want them to take a next step, which is I really like what you're talking about. I'm going to find out more about you. Yeah. Then once you've got them involved, once you help them understand the, the benefits, which is all those other messages, yeah. then you can start talking about conversions and call to actions and all of that kind of stuff. I really, really think that people, if you try and do two things in the um, – uh, in the one ad, it's like watching, remember uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme on the back of those Volvos that were yeah. reversing through the desert, you know, just kind of, and he just, and he was splitting further and further and further and further apart. Well, I reckon, I reckon if you try and do a brand ad and a retail ad 
at the same time, I reckon you get to that point where not even Jean-Claude Van Damme can spread his legs wide enough without falling through the... And I reckon that's where you lose a lot of customers is they yeah. fall between the two trucks, get crushed to death and move on. Like, I... Guaranteed you're right. Yeah. I think that... I think we, I think we try and do... Because we know we've only got a limited budget yeah. and we're trying to do so much with a limited budget, you either admit that you don't have the budget to do both... And so you set your sights lower and you spend money doing this, raising awareness, getting an emotional connection, building the benefit in the hearts and minds of the consumer and, and then doing another piece which sells. Yep. And you may think that you are being less effective because you're not, you're not reaching as many people with two messages, but because you will be more effective at reaching the people who matter with the overarching emotional message that understanding the benefit message and then getting more of those people to convert, you will actually get more customers by being more focused than you would trying to be all things to all people. And that's generally just a path to failure. Sorry, I'm lost for words because I just... You're doing doing nothing. <laughs> doing, the torch just went out of the cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> Effectively, you're doing nothing well if you're yeah. going down that path of trying to be all things to all people because you can't do that. You've no. got to understand the fundamentals of what we're trying to do in advertising. And one is we're either going to build awareness, which is the baseline for what you need to be moving forward. Because as we said before, if no one knows about you, we can have the best tactical ad in the sun, but if no one knows about you and no one sees it, good luck. Yeah, you did. You're in that percentage of, what was it, our 7-Eleven or with... um, 4-7-Eleven. 4-7-Eleven. You've got to make sure you're clear on what you're able to do. So you're either going to go down that path, build brand awareness, then get tactical, or if you've got the budget, you can build brand awareness and be tactical at the same time. That's really the essence of what we're trying to say, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Build awareness, sell. Yep. Build awareness, sell. Build awareness and sell, that's it. Not in Sorry. one position. JD, you know what? I'll need a parting thought from you. I want a parting oh. thought on this because I think this is a ripper. This is a really important one. And as you say, I don't think it's like this is not something that's been around forever. This is something that's been, you know, really brought to the fore in the last, whatever, 10, 12 years, I believe. But I think it's really important for a parting thought on this one. So give me a pearl of wisdom, my boy. I think the... Um I think the thought that you can build awareness and sell at the same time is one of the reasons that $20 billion worth of advertising gets ignored every year because people don't know what it is they're supposed to be doing or how they're supposed to be reacting emotionally or rationally to any ad. Because as soon as you try and tell people two things at the same time, most of the time they'll forget about it. And here's a simple way, here's a simple way of demonstrating that. Stand across the room from the person you love most in the world with 10 tennis balls in your hand. Throw them one tennis ball and ask them to catch it. And most of the time, given a certain level of preschool coordination, they'll be able to catch it. Yeah. But if you throw 10 tennis balls at them at the same time and say, catch them, my guess is they're not going to catch one of them. Agreed. Agreed. That's another edition of the Bones of Advertising, leaving on a high note of tennis balls. Thank you, JD. I'll see you again next week. Don't go changing. You will indeed. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be here.